Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Hello, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Conqueror's Cafe. I am your host, Twyla Reed, also known as your Tragedy Strategy Mentor. Happy Sunday. What an awesome day to just give God thanks for just being God all by himself. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him in a coma, paralyzed, and with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son is my son and I. This book is our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hoping healing of how we use prayer and perseverance to overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injuries to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and even prevention insights. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, family members, and anyone else that's, um, you know, involved in the survivor's life by teaching them how to create the life that they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few of my books um, include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. You know, oftentimes after surviving a tragedy, life can become chaotic, it can become hectic, and sometimes you just don't know which way to turn. You may feel that your life is over and that you're not going to make it. The challenges that that, uh, that you deal with can become so overwhelming, they can really just push you into a state of isolation. But this is the time that you cannot give up, and it is the time that you cannot give in because it's the time for you to truly understand the power of your words because it's through your words where you will find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. Through your words, you will find joy. You will find peace, and you will realize that you actually do possess the power to turn your tragedy into triumph. Another one of my books I would like to introduce to you all um, is titled, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? So many times, caregivers never stop to realize the importance of taking care of themselves while taking care of others. And being a caregiver myself for over 18 years, I was one who always put my needs on the back burner, and sometimes I still do. Whatever the need was, whether it was self-care or just taking a moment to say, self, get it together. 
I really had lost myself in the caregiving process. And in my book, I share techniques and strategies that every caregiver needs to walk away with the peace of mind and reassurance needed to continue on their caregiving journey. Um, last, I want to um, talk about um, my journey, goal-setting journey. I know we are going into March. This is the third month of the first quarter of 2019, and many of you may not know how to put your goals in, you know, really in arm's reach. What do I mean by that? You may be having trouble just writing your goals and actually breaking them down so that they become attainable. Your goals should be centered around God's vision and plans for your life. And if your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving those goals, then the things in your life that you expect to change or be different won't change or be different. That's why you need to properly learn how to lay your goals out and just go after them. And with this book, uh, you will definitely learn how to do that. It will show you the techniques and the strategies that you need to achieve those goals as we get ready to enter into the second quarter of uh, 2019. Um, March is, is just starting, but I tell you guys, it will come and go before you know it. And also, I know some of you may have made a commitment this year to just spend more time in your word. I also just want to briefly introduce um, the Word, the Truth, and the Light Bible Study Notebook. I discovered that one key difference between reading and studying is writing down what you hear and absorb. So whether you have no Bible experience or you've studied the Bible for years, this handy-dandy Bible study notebook provides an excellent intro to personal Bible study. Um, um, all of our books can be ordered from my website. Um, you can visit Amazon or you can order from Barnes & Noble. Please visit my website at www.twilareed.com to secure your autograph copies today. Happy Sunday. Again, we are just so woke. We are so excited to have you on the show. We welcome you uh, uh, for just another exciting episode. Uh, it's been an amazing day today. It's raining and storming here in Savannah, Georgia. So I pray that it's, the, the storm has actually subsided a little bit. So I want you guys to stand in agreement with me in prayer that God would just roll those clouds back and long enough for us to complete our show tonight because I tell you guys we're going to be in for a treat on this evening. As well as survivors of traumatic events who made it out victorious and are here to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world to offer encouragement, inspiration to others as they travel on their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash Cafe. So if you or someone you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's connect and create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you, too, can become the strategist of your own destiny. It is now time for our scripture reading, and it is one of my favorite, favorite all-time scriptures, guys. We are coming from the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verses 1 through 4, 
And you guys know I love the Message Bible, and so I'm going to be coming to you from the Message version of the Bible. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 4, and it reads, The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't do. Faith is what distinguished our ancestors, set them above the crowd. By faith, we see the world called into existence by God's word, what we see created by what we don't see. By an act of faith, Abel brought a better sacrifice to God than Cain. It was what he believed, not what he brought, that made the difference. That's what God noticed and approved as righteous. After all these centuries, that belief continues to catch our notice. Now, I also want to read um, this from the uh, New Living Translation, just because it may be a more familiar translation to you. Okay, it reads, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understood the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see did not come from anything that we can that can be seen. It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God showed us approval of his gift. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. Just for a brief moment, I want to talk a little bit about what is faith. What is faith? And and, and, I, and I want to attach a little subtopic to that as well, um, the unseen support, the unseen support. Today, um, you know, everybody has some type of faith. People have faith in many different things. When we get into our cars every day, we have faith that it's going to crank up and it's going to get us to where we want to go. We have faith that our doctors know what he or she is talking about and what they're doing. Everybody has this mindset of faith of some kind or another. No one can live a single day without exercising faith. And so just for a few moments, I just want to talk about faith in the spiritual realm. Uh, each of us, regardless of our background, we, um, we express faith. The difference between the faith we express in our daily routine and our religious faith is the object of that faith, okay? Everyone places his or her faith in something or someone. Our faith is only as good as the object in which we place our faith. The Bible tells us that we are to personally put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And the book of Acts, the fourth chapter, verse number 12, states, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So what is faith? And to understand what faith is, we must get past certain misconceptions about faith. There are people that think that as long as they are sincere about what they believe, then that faith will be good enough. But Paul says in 2 Timothy uh, verse, uh, chapter 1, verse number 12, 
for I know whom I have believed. So saving faith is not an object or some self-concocted idea, but it's in Jesus Christ. If your beliefs are not founded on the right person, it does not matter what else you believe. Hebrews chapter 11 again states, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. We notice the word substance. A good way to understand the meaning of substance is to think of a subfloor. That is what is holding up what is above it. Again, it is the unseen support. Faith is the affirmative response to God's will and word. Man possesses faith when he takes God at his word. We don't need to see anything to believe it. Faith is the acceptance of something simply because God has said it. Jesus said in John 20 and 29, Blessed are they that have not seen and yet have believed. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hope is faith relating to the future. Conviction is faith relating to the present. For by it the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. No man was present to witness the creation. It must be accepted by faith. He created something out of nothing so that things that are seen were not made of things which do appear. The book of Genesis explains the events of this creation, and that explanation must be, it must be accepted through faith. True faith is simple obedience to and believing God's word in spite of the circumstances or consequences. Faith is described in a twofold way. It is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Amen, amen. Just want to uh, take away from that that the power of faith will help you strengthen your confidence in God's promises and it will prepare you for those times when the Lord calls upon you to move mountains. Let me give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insights. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or call 912-335-3799. Next sponsor, Sister Sense. For personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nishari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made, personalized gift baskets and candles. The Birmingham Slayers. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you're looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. Please contact Ms. D at 479-899-2618 for details. 
If you have a business or event you'd like to have advertised on our show, please contact me at info at twilogreed.com for details. We have an amazing show lined up for you guys this evening. You are in for a special treat. Our guest this evening, I tell you guys, hold a very special uh, place in my heart. As you all know, this is March, and March is Brain Injury Awareness Month. And as we kick off our awareness campaign, I thought, what better way to start this amazing campaign than by bringing on our very own, our survivor, our brain injury survivor of our family, our miracle child, I tell you, uh, who has really just um, inspired and empowered everyone that he has come in contact with as he travels on this brain injury journey. So I want you guys to relax, grab your cup of tea and your or your cup of coffee as you prepare to be blessed by this true anointed walking miracle. But first, we're going to take a quick break, and we will return in a few moments. Hello, this is Cherie Barnes of SheriBarnesAuthor.com, and you are listening to The Conqueror's Cafe Radio Show. Hallelujah, you have won the victory, lift up your voice and say now. Stretch out your hands, 
would you, would you just like to say hi and hello to everybody in your own words and tell them who you are? Hi. Um, hey, how you doing? Um, my name is um, Marlon Flanoy, and I'm from Mississippi, uh, Columbus, Mississippi, and I'm 30, and uh got in a car accident when I was 11, and it's been going on and on. My struggle has been real. I mean, you know. Okay. So one of the questions um, was, where do you live now? Oh, um, Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Mylon, you're living in Savannah, Georgia right now. So do you like living in Savannah? Yes and no. Yes and no. Some good things and bad things about Savannah? Yes. Okay. So let's talk a little bit um, about your brain injury. What date did you have your brain injury, and how old were you? I, um, um, my date I had it is was on um, June 18th. 2001, and I was 11 years old. Wow, 11 years old. You were really young at the time, just a little boy in elementary school, huh? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Were you in a coma? And if so, for how long? Uh, I don't know, but like a few weeks or months. Okay. All right. So when you came out of the coma, let's talk about rehabilitation. Um, Did you do any rehabilitation of any kind, you know, things like physical therapy or anything like that? Yes. And um, I had uh, physical therapy, like, working on my occupational therapy and my speech therapy and my um, physical therapy and, you know. Okay. What are some of the things that they uh, would have you do in physical therapy? Oh. You got my um, you got me stuck on that question. Um, okay, so let's see. What about like some of the things? Would they would they help you do things with your legs or with your arms and hands? Yes. Okay. All right. So, would you be really tired after your physical therapy? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. Yes. Was it hard work? <laughs> no, no, uh, yes and no. Okay, all right. So after all these years, because you said you're 30 years old now, right, and you had the brain injury when you were 11, um, sometimes do you still have to do physical therapy and occupational therapy? Uh, 
yes, and when I, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm, let's talk about. Go ahead. No, no, no more, no more. Go ahead. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, uh, I'm kind of um, ashamed about um, telling people, and you know. Okay. Well, we don't. We won't talk about anything that you're uncomfortable with. And I want you to know that there's nothing to be ashamed of. There are. We're going to talk a little bit about some of these statistics um, as it relates to traumatic brain injury. And after we go over those statistics, you will see, and our listeners will also see, just how many people are actually affected by traumatic brain injury across the United States. And it's not hundreds of thousands, it's millions. So let's talk a little bit about your life and 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 the things that have changed in your life. Now, what what are some ways that your life has changed since the brain injury? I mean, but um like oh going out when I want to and I got to take my medicine seven in the morning and seven at night. I mean, but hopefully, um, hopefully I won't forget to take my medicine with me, um, at nighttime. So I can uh, party all night, you know, (laughs) Oh, so you want to party all night, huh? Is that, is that one of the things that you want to do that that your brain just stops you from doing is going out and partying all night? Yeah. I mean, but I'm getting kind of old, so. Yeah, you are. I mean, so there's no more partying left in my, uh, in my blood. Well, that is uh, awesome to hear, and I really, I'm happy to hear you say that. <laughs> so, what about some of the not so good things that come along with the brain injury? Can you talk about some of those things? Can you explain it? Like, yeah. Okay, so. Some of the not-so-good things like getting tired easily, um, getting overwhelmed, uh, maybe even sometimes when you want to explain yourself, sometimes is it hard for you to find some of the words that you want to say? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is that frustrating for you? Yes. But um, with my job, I work at the um, airport, and I, you know, I get it done. Like, I mean, I'm a ramp agent, and so I can, I um, talk to people later, and you know. Okay. 
Okay, great. So you, I heard you say you talked about your job. So let's talk about yeah. a couple of things when it comes to working. Um, can you give me one thing that's a challenge for you um, when it pertains to you working, when it comes to your job? What's one thing that's challenging for you? Like, oh, let me see, let me see. Um, oh, I don't know. Do people, do people, do people, uh, are they able to understand about the brain injury or do you have to tell them about your brain injury? Is it hard for you to do that or easy? Somewhere. I mean, it's kind of um, both. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's talk about how is it hard. Like, is it hard because sometimes they don't may not understand. You think they may not understand? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just mm-hmm. like, just like um my ex Brianna. She can understand, and she wouldn't read about um, brain injury. So. Okay. Okay. Well, sometimes people have to. Um, sometimes it's hard. Let me explain to you. Sometimes it's hard for people to understand brain injury because you can't see a brain injury. You can't see brain injury. Like, you know, when people have a broken arm or a broken leg, they have a cast on, right? Or if yeah. a person is blind, sometimes they have a, a guard dog or sometimes they wear dark glasses. Um, you can even yeah. see if a person is burned because their skin may look different, right? May look different. Well, mm-hmm. with brain injury, people can't see the brain injury. They can't see that you have a brain injury because you don't look like you have a brain injury. And so sometimes people don't understand that. But I think that, you know, people who may not understand, it doesn't mean that they don't care about you, and it doesn't mean that they they don't want to understand. Sometimes it's just hard to understand because they want to see you and be able to – they don't like seeing you hurting. They don't like seeing you in pain. And they want so badly for you to, uh, you know, just kind of be okay and be able to go and do those things that you want to go do. So sometimes it's hard for the people that are in your life to understand that. But it doesn't mean that they don't love you and it doesn't mean that they don't care about you, okay? Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, when I first, you know, a couple of years went by, and I was scared to tell uh, people about my uh, brain injury. But okay, see now, you know, I'm getting older, and I don't care about um, telling me um, um, telling pe- um, people, certain people about my uh, brain injury because okay. you can you can see it. Um, but, um, like the line I got on my forehead, you can see it because mm-hmm. they going to ask, what's that um, line for? And okay. I try, 
I try so hard to make up a lie, but I can't do that no more. Yeah. Well, I don't want you. I'm glad to hear you say that you don't want to do that anymore because I want you to understand that there is nothing to be ashamed of, that you are a miracle, that God has healed you, and that the healing is a process. And just like I talked about in the scripture reading today, faith, faith, you got to believe things and believe God for things that you ask him for that you may not be able to see right now. So let's just say you've asked God to allow you to have a great future. Uh, You want to get married and have a family. So you have to have faith that God is going to do those things for you. And let me tell you why it's so important, because Faith got us to where we are right now, Mylon. Uh, all of the doctors had told me and Granny and everybody that you weren't going to live, you weren't going to make it, and if you came out of the coma, you would not be able to walk again or talk again. So guess what? If we didn't have faith that you would be able to do those things, it may not have happened. We believe God, God, that you were healed, that you would walk again, that you would talk again, and look, you're walking yeah. and you're talking. Sometimes you say uh, some things that you shouldn't say. <laughs> so, so you are doing those things because we have faith. We have faith, okay? Now, I want to ask you, um, well, you actually just answered me because I wanted to ask you, have you accepted the fact that your brain injury has caused some areas in your life to change that will never be the same again? Have you you've accepted that, right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Now let's talk about your caregiver. Who's your main caregiver? Mom. <laughs> All right. So do you and mom? I think you guys you have fun with your mom, or you know, is she, would you say that she's your biggest Somewhere. supporter? Somewhat. <laughs> All right. Well, I want you to know that your caregiver loves you dearly and believes in you and prays for you and, and, and know that without a shadow of a doubt that you are going to continue making the impossible possible, making everyone in the family proud. And I want to um just stop for a moment right here and remind our listeners um we have today um, uh, in our studio here Mr. Mylon Flanoy, a traumatic brain injury survivor. Mylon sustained a brain injury when he was 11 years old, 11 years old, and he is 30 years old today. So all of the reports that the doctors told us he would never walk again or talk again and that um, if he came out of the coma, he'd be in a vegetative state for the rest of his life. Well, I sit here before you, a proud mother and and a proud caregiver, to let you know that he is walking and he's talking. And he's not just surviving, but he is thriving. And we're going to open up our phone line. So, um, listeners, if you're out there and you would like to talk to Mylon or if you have a question about brain injury, I invite you to please dial in at 657-383-0898 657-383-0898 and just press the number one 
and you it would alert us that you have a question, and we will bring you live on the air to talk with this walking, living miracle. Um, I know many of you have seen um, the TV show Heaven is for Real. Well, we're a real-life family who experienced uh, experienced a situation like that, uh, literally had my son die in my arms and was revived and after coming out of the coma. Again, uh, the negative reports from the doctors of all the things that he would not be able to do. I'm just so proud to stand here and say that God is a healer and that he can do all things but fail. And a few facts um, um, before we continue with our question um, to Mylon, a few facts about brain injury. Uh, I want you guys to know every nine seconds, someone in the United States sustains a brain injury. Every nine seconds, and an acquired brain injury is an injury to the brain that is not hereditary, congenital, degenerative, or induced by birth trauma. And more than 3.5 million children and adults sustain an acquired brain injury each year, but the total incidence is unknown. And some of the typical causes of brain injury include electric shock, infectious disease, lightning strike, near drowning, oxygen deprivation, stroke, seizure disorder, substance abuse, toxic exposure, trauma, tumors. Traumatic brain injury is is a type of acquired brain injury. A traumatic brain injury is caused by trauma to the brain from an external force. The number of people who sustain a traumatic brain injury and do not seek treatment is unknown. So there may be family members out there that you all have um, that are walking around with a traumatic brain injury and don't even know it. One in every 60 people in the United States live with a traumatic brain injury-related disability. The annual impact of TBI in the U.S. is significant. At least 2.5 million adults and children sustain a traumatic brain injury. 2.2 million are treated for the traumatic brain injury in the emergency department or in or you know some type of trauma center, and 280,000 are hospitalized. 50,000 die. There are many causes of traumatic brain injury. Falls is the number one cause. Uh, You may be struck by or against something, a blunt force, a motor vehicle accident, assault, and uh, 19% are unknown. Every day, 137 people die in the United States because of a brain injury-related injury. And at least 5.3 million Americans live with a traumatic brain injury-related disability. When someone sustains a brain injury, many people are affected. It's not just the brain injury survivor. Survivors and their parents, spouses, siblings, extended family, and friends, the health care providers. And this includes the surgeons, the physicians, the counselors, and even the rehabilitation therapists, social workers. Uh, personal care attendants, insurance companies that issue auto accidents, 
um, um, individuals and group health disability life and reassurance policies. There are attorneys that are involved with the individual, educators at every level, but especially special education teachers and those who prepare America's future healthcare workforce, government agencies, employers of all types. So brain injury does not just affect the survivor, guys. It reaches out and it touches every single person, every entity that's attached to the brain injury survivor in one way or another. So, Myla, let's talk about your future plans. What are some things that you hope to be doing in the future? Well, um, I'm still going to school for um, health science or physical therapy assistant. And when I while I go to school, I'm gonna be working at the airport, and the airport is my you know some like career. Okay. That's great. Um, actually, that's a really good job that you have at the airport there as a ramp agent. Lots of good benefits and, and all kinds of goodies and perks and stuff that come along with working at the airport. So as a little inside joke, Mylon, uh, don't take me off the list, okay? <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, Marlon knows what I mean by that. So don't take me off the list, Marlon. You get angry <laughs> at me, okay? So, okay, Marlon. So now you've been able to meet other brain injury survivors. Uh, I remember uh, when you were smaller, you used to always come to me and say, well, Mom, you know, people always say that there are other brain injury survivors, but where are they? Where are they? Because every support group meeting we were a part of, Mylon was always the youngest. So they always consisted of adults or, 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 or older adults or, or younger adults, okay? So, Mylon, now that uh, we've been traveling this journey for a very long time and you have actually had the opportunity to meet some other brain injury survivors that's close to your age, so what advice would you like to give to other brain injury survivors to just help them to uh, stay encouraged and keep moving forward? I, um, you know, live your life. I mean, you know, you can't take it back. I mean, I know it may hurt. Some things people may say about you, but just forget them and move on with your life because I used to be hurt by what people say about me. And, uh, you know, I okay. went on by my life. and well, I think that is great advice. So in other words, you just want to encourage them to just keep on moving forward, keep your head held high, and don't worry about the haters. Don't worry about what people say. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Well, Myla, we have some people that want to talk to you and, and may have a question <laughs> or a comment. 
So we're going to bring some people on the line. So hold on one quick second. Yeah. Hello, caller. You're live on the air. Thank you for calling. Do you have a question or a comment? Yes, Marlon. This is Granny. <laughs> you are hey, our darling. miracle baby. And all those <laughs> nights and days we sat and slept at the hospital, like your mom said, we all had faith. Faith has brought us to where we are now. They told us that you wouldn't walk, talk, or even live, but through our faith. And on the day yeah. you had the most horrific surgery that you had, God sent us a rainbow as a sign that you were going to be all right. We had that yep. faith, and we see that proof today that you are all right. And we just want to let you know that, like always, we say you are our miracle, yep. and we love you so much. I love you, too. Wow. Okay. Bye-bye. Such encouragement. Isn't that awesome? And having a great support system, I tell you, it means all the, everything. It means the difference, all the difference in the world, just knowing that you have people that love you, Mylon, and who pray for you and who really uh, are just in your corner and understand. We're going to bring our next caller on the line. Hold on. Hello, caller. You're live on the air. Thank you for calling. Do you have a question or a comment? I have a comment. My, yes. this, this is your Aunt Lestine in Flint, Michigan. <laughs> How you doing? Hey. How hey. are you doing? Fine. So glad to hear from you. I yes. want to encourage you, tell you do not live your life on the words of other people. Continue to trust God and watch God's yes. words explode in your life. When that word explodes in your heart, you will not have this not understanding him. But never live your life on the words of other people. Trust God. Trust God and have faith in him. God brought you to this, and he's going to bring you through it. You are a miracle just like I am. I am the miracle of 2012. I love yeah. you, and you know you, my boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you be man, good, man. okay? You be good. You. Don't live your life on the words of other people. Live on God's word. Let okay. Him continue to speak to your heart. Okay. Okay. Hopefully um, I'll see I you soon. You. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> hopefully I'll see you soon, okay? <laughs> okay. Bye-bye now. All right. Bye. Hello, caller. You're live on the air. Do you have a question or a comment? Hey, Marlon. This is your big sister. <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm so proud of you. I was thinking about the day um, I got that phone call at work that you were in the accident, you and Mom, and that was the worst day of my life. But I'm so glad 
that God spared both of you um, to still be here. So it's a blessing that I'm still able to fuss at you and argue with you (laughs) and laugh with you and for you to still call me every year to ask me, will I be your Valentine? So um, that's our our joke uh, every year. So even though... the kids took it. Your nieces, your nieces took it from me <laughs> and said that you're their Valentine now. So we're proud of you. Um, I'm happy for your job that you have and everything that you are accomplishing and doing yeah. now. So we love you so much and continue I to do good. Too. Okay. All, All right. right. Bye bye. All right. Love you, mom. Love you too. Hello, caller. You're live on the air. Do you have a question or a comment? Hello. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Hi, Mylon. This is your aunt Canary. I'm good. How are you? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. I don't have a question. I just want to. Uh, Say or make a comment, Mylon. I am so proud of you. I thank God every day that He spared your life, and that He not only spared your life, honey, He has healed you. And I thank yes. God for it. I thank God for you, Twyla. Caregiving, I know, is not easy, but I thank God for you both. Keep on going. Keep don't stop. I don't care what, because God is still moving in your life. He's still yes. healing you. You just keep going the way you are. We love you so much. We love you both. I love you, too. Thank you so much. We love you, All too. Right. Bye-bye. All right. I tell you guys, this has been a very emotional interview Um I think I, I think we kinda we're gonna take a quick break right here for a quick minute and we're gonna come back um and close out the show. But I wanna just say thank you guys so much and just this sober spinning the God is just so great. And I think on that note I'm gonna play that he's a great God by Jonathan Nelson. So just sit tight. We will be right back.
Michigan, and I was listening to the broadcast, and I just really wanted to know, Mylan, what is your f- most favorite victory moment? That that one moment of victory that just stands out to you the most. Oh, that's a whole question. Can you explain it to me a little bit uh, more? You sound like you've done a lot in your life. What yeah. was the one moment where you felt that you accomplished the most? Like, like in a time, like at my job, like mm-hmm. at, um, at my job, I uh, I go to every day. And I, uh, I and I finished my work, and when I got in that uh, car accident, and the doctors said, like he wouldn't walk or talk no more. I got up and I walked and. And I talk, and uh, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're you're telling me that because they said that you wouldn't walk and talk, your greatest accomplishment that you get up and you walk and talk every day when you go into work. Um. Yes, ma'am. 
Well, thank you for sharing that with me, Myron. I appreciate that. All right. Amen. 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 And what a great accomplishment that is for to have the doctors tell you and your loved ones that, hey, he's never going to walk again or talk again. And being able to get up and go on a job, you know, and, I, and I'm just kind of going to throw this out there. You have some people that, that don't have a disability that, that won't get up and go to work and, and don't want to do anything with their lives. So, Mylon, uh, I tell you right there, we just want to applaud you and just give you a round of applause. Yes, yeah, just for the accomplishment of getting up. And I want to, to let you guys know that Mylon really does have a heart to uh, to live his best life and to accomplish those things that people say he, that he'd never be able to do. Every day that we get up, no matter how many times he may fail at something or no matter how many times he doesn't get it right, I sometimes tell people I believe he's my caregiver because he gives me motivation and he inspires me every single day to get up and see the smile on his face and how he perseveres and how he pushes through the challenges no matter what they are, no matter if it's someone saying something um, negative about him or no matter no matter if it's uh, uh, him not feeling good or he, he deals with headaches, um, he deals with seizures, no matter what it is, to see my son get up every day and to be able to push through, I tell you guys, it gives me joy, it gives me hope, it gives, uh, it, it just blesses my heart to see him not give up like that. So, Mylon, we want to say thank you so very much, and we are down to our last question for you this evening, Mylon. In your own words, Mylon, I want you to let our listeners know what does the word survivor mean to you? Can you explain it to me? Like Okay. Like survivors are people who just come through, make it through, they achieve things that people say they never be able to achieve. They fight, they don't give up, they believe in God, they have faith in God. And they trust and believe that no matter what it looks like in the natural, that they are able to see past that with their spiritual eyes and believe that they can have everything that God tells them that they can have because the Bible says that you can do all things through Christ who gives you the strength to do so. So just let them know how the word survivor, what does it mean to you? Alright, alright I get up every day And go to work And that's I thank the Lord That I got up Yes um, Yes Cause some people Didn't, uh, didn't even wake up This morning That's right And I thank the Lord every time I get up. And, you know. Amen. Amen. If I ain't if I ain't got nothing to do, I make I mean I 
I, I mean, I don't. Take your time. Take your time. Cause we got this um like meeting. We gonna um we gotta go to like all week um at the airport. So I get up every day, eat, take a shower. And get my uh, clothes ready, and then I'll put on my clothes, and then we gotta get ready to to, um, to go, and then. Amen. I, I hope that's um good. That's perfect, Marlon. <laughs> so we just want to say, Marlon, we really just thank you. Uh, for sharing your testimony. Just what an amazing testament of hope and healing. Uh, And I want to thank you, Mylon, for sharing your story with us, for just coming on and opening up and and sharing your heart with our listeners this evening. I want to encourage you, not just as your mom, but just as someone whose life that that you touched, you inspired me, you encouraged me. Uh, I just want you to just Keep pressing forward as you make an impact in the kingdom of God. Keep teaching, keep inspiring those that you come in contact with. So thank you so much, Mylon, uh, for being a guest on our show today. Thank you. Um, thank you're you. welcome. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I want to uh, uh, let you guys know, again, uh, it's Brain Injury Awareness Month this month, and I want to encourage you. Um, to please, on your Facebook statuses, um, post something about traumatic brain injury, anything. Um, hashtag Broken Wings Incorporated, Broken Wings Inc. Just something to show that you are taking a part in this campaign and this awareness campaign with us. And I want you guys to remember that out of those 5.3 million Americans that I just read to you, living with a traumatic brain injury can be very lonely. It can be very painful, and it can really be a a depressive place to stay in. It's a place that's often misunderstood, and it is a place that no one is talking about. No one is talking about it. Um, Of the concussions, the CTE with the football players in the the sports world, no one talks about it. The brain can be damaged in different ways, all of which involve tearing and twisting of tissue And at the neurological level, um, it can really cause some devastating lifelong damages. Where there's damage in parts of the brain, um, sometimes it affects anxiety, it affects behavioral changes, and and people with brain injury are so misunderstood and mishandled. And so I advocate for brain injury survivors, not just my son, for survivors, caregivers, and family members around the world. We have an online brain injury support group, Broken Wings Brain Injury Empowerment Group, where we have over a 1,000 members, and it's just a safe place where brain injury survivors, caregivers, and family members and professionals can just come together and just share their highs and their lows and their frustrations and talk about the challenges that they face on a daily, daily basis. So 
the things that Miles was able to share with you all today, I tell you, it's just a tip. Uh, sometimes it's really not even the tip of the iceberg of the things that we deal with on a daily basis. Um, from the time we get up to the time we go to bed, we never know what kind of day we're going to have. But I just want to um, say thank you guys for loving on us today. Thank you for praying with us today. I encourage you all, uh, if you have not done so, please pick up a copy of our book, Broken Wings, which is our testimony of hope and healing, true story of our uh, journey through his recovery of a traumatic brain injury. Um, so that is our show for this evening. And as we close, I want you guys to remember, we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, frustrations, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it's our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and we want to quit in our journey. We can do two things. We can stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or turn back to those familiar things that weren't good for us. Remember, the choice you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Thank you all for listening, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings and soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, Arthur Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. For speaking engagements or consultation, please email me at info at twylareed.com or you can contact me by phone at 912-335-3799. And if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Again, you can reach me at info at twilareed.com or by phone at 912-335-3799. Good night, take care, and may God bless you all, and heaven smile upon you. We're taking it back just a little bit, y'all.
finish strong in every area of your life. And I want you to remember who you really are. Your name really is victory. God bless you, everybody.